Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. She was trying to teach them responsibility to take the garbage out, and they would drop the garbage bag on the sidewalk from the back door and drag it, which was about 40, 50 yards, all the way down the sidewalk to the dumpster, which left garbage juice the entire way. How is it that I know exactly what he's talking about when he says garbage juice? This is the plaintiff, Lawrence Perry. He says he rented an apartment to the defendant, and things eventually became volatile between the two of them. The defendant's kids were unruly. They were slobs on the property, and he's here suing. For the $1,007.49 he's owed for repairs he had to make to the apartment when she vacated. This is the defendant, Shanita Portis. She says the plaintiff is a very petty guy who accuses her of smoking weed after she'd been living there for two years. It was the neighbor's weed. She cleaned the place herself when she moved out, and he refused to do a walkthrough with her, so she owes nothing. She's accused of leaving the place a blooming mess. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $1,450 for the return of her security deposit. All parties, please raise your right hands. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Williams is not presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. Perry, you're suing Ms. Portis, your former tenant, for $1,007.49. You say she owes you in addition to what you've already had to spend from her security deposit, and you're suing to get the return of the security deposit. Let me hear from you first, Mr. Perry. Well, Ms. Portis moved in around... The 25th, 26th of July in 2018. And on the 4th of July, she wanted her kids, she wanted to set a basketball court up on the sidewalk for her kids to play, a little breakaway court. And I referred her to the lease on page um, 7, paragraph 20, sidewalks and hallways. And after that, she put a fly catcher in the doorway, and I moved that. And she complained about the bugs being in the hallway. 
So I um, put bug lights, colored bug lights in the outside and inside of the hallway. Okay. And then she went on and it got worse and worse. She um, had the kids' bicycles in the hallway and I referred her to the lease again. No personal items in the hallway at all for safety reasons. So it went on and on and later down the road, she uh, probably about a year in, her kids would, I guess she was trying to teach them responsibility, take the garbage out and they would drop the garbage bag on the sidewalk from the back door and drag it, which was about 40, 50 yards, all the way down the sidewalk to the dumpster, which left garbage juice garbage the entire juice. way. How is it that I know exactly what he's talking about when he says yeah, garbage 100%. juice? All right, go ahead. And that promotes insects, rats, and everything else. So yeah, those bugs we're worried about. Right, okay. Yeah, so um, one day I was checking the cameras just for the sake of doing so, and I saw her sister dropped her son off from school, I'm guessing, and he threw his book bag against the doorway, and I guess the door did open for him, so he picked his book bag up and tried to run through the door. That didn't work, so he backed up and tried again. This time he succeeded. So he busted the door down? He did. Okay, and go on. And yeah, that cost me $500, but I never told her anything about it, but her sister witnessed this. But then every other week or so, I was in her house repairing something. Closet doors was the main thing that would be broken. I probably fixed every closet door in her house probably one time or another. How long did she live there? Three years. Okay, and at the end of the three years, did she choose to leave or did you tell her she had to leave? She chose to leave, but if she had not, I was going to tell her that I was not renewing her lease because yeah, she had Yeah, but you that. didn't, did you? Like, you know, she you renewed her lease how many times? Two. Right, and then you let her stay there after that as a month-to-month, -month, right? No, no, no. She stayed. She was on a lease when she left even, but it was at the end of her lease. I was Okay, so, so, okay, so she leases. had the original contract and two renewals thereafter. That's correct. Okay. The, the second year, I gave her a uh, lease to sign because I always give them leases to sign, and then after they sign them, I'll sign them. That way they can't use them unless I sign them. And? But she refused to give it back to me. I asked her for it. She goes, oh, I can't find it. What is your last lease that you have written? What is it dated? 2019. So that takes us That's to correct. 2020, but she moves out in 2021, right? That's correct. So when you say that there's a lease covering 2021, I need to see that written lease. That would have been the lease for 2020 that would have gone to... Correct, so it doesn't exist. If you didn't buy, if you didn't make her give you one, if, uh, if, if once she said... Oh, I can't find it. You go, oh, it works for me. Doesn't matter. Then you don't have a written lease that requires things a written lease require. What you have by operation of law is a month-to-month -month tenancy. And the rules aren't the rules you wrote in a, in a lease that expired. They're the rules that apply in your state. That's what you have. But let's not get hung up on that. And let's get to the part where she decides that she's going to move out. And what happens? Well, she decided she was going to move out on the 17th of May. That was her 30-day notice. Okay, and that notice was fine for you, correct? It was, yes. Okay, so then what happens on the 17th of June? Uh, she texted me and said she had a family emergency, so she was going to move the following day. Okay, so you prorated another day of rent, and then she moves, right? That's correct. That's All right, correct. now, what happens once she moves out? 
the day she moved out, I went in and videotaped the condition of the unit after she left. And? It was spackle all over the wall everywhere. The apartment was left a, a mess. She didn't even vacuum the floor, much less get the carpet clean before she left. Okay. And there was melted substance in the living room carpet. I, I have no idea what that was or how it got melted into the carpet. Let me hear from you, Ms. Portis. What condition did you leave the place in? You're suing to get your security deposit back, but he says that the damages were so extensive that he paid even more than your security deposit. And he's the one who brought you to court to pay the additional 400 and something dollars, plus some other stuff we'll talk about in a moment. So you tell me, what condition did you leave the place in? I cleaned the apartment. I wiped down the refrigerator. I vacuumed. I had three TVs mounted. I had a TV mounted in the living room, my daughter's room, and my son's room. So I patched the holes up. Um, I vacuumed every room. I cleaned the bathrooms. I swept the floor. I wiped out the refrigerator. I have all, I, I videotaped all of that as well. So let's look at his video because his video would have things uh, lots of times what I see is that the person who wants to show how clean it is videos from afar and the person who wants to show how dirty it is videos from close. really close. Looks like they had TVs on the wall everywhere and we're going to have to fix, sand down those spots and paint the entire room because I'm never going to get anything to match what's there. You know, people do touch up. <laughs> the floors and the carpets are mess. How did that video show me no attempt to vacuum the carpets? I tried to get it right in the hallway there where the spots are, but it, do it actually doesn't show it to you, Judge. It was a mess. You wanted me to see a picture of a broken window. Broken window. That pane, that's a double pane window. Yeah. How did that it, pane it was... get broken? Do you know, Ms. Portis? No, that window was never broken. That window was fine. Well, the window's broken in the picture. He's not going to break his own window just to <laughs> pin it on you. I mean, so there's something... No, but I mean, I... I understand that, but I'm saying when I left, the is he saying that the glass window was broken? Yes. He's saying that the no, outside the glass... pane was cracked. No, that that window was not well, how broken. How would the tenant crack, crack the outside pane anyway? How would a tenant do that? I have no idea. Now, I'm kind of interested in this because if I'm going to spackle holes... I'm going to ask for touch-up paint. Did you ever ask him for any of the touch-up paint of any of the rooms? Well, I had asked him to do a walkthrough. I didn't I don't care about the walkthrough. I'm asking you when you were... Who, who decided to spackle the holes? You or someone else? My mom. Okay. She, and she so, did. She helped me. Right. So when she decided to do that, it's in order to cover the holes that you made, which is fine, but if you're going to restore it to the way it was when you got it before you made holes, then you're, you ask for touch-up paint so that you can paint it. And according to him, your prior lease made it clear that you weren't supposed to make any holes. Did your lease, did your prior lease say that? Yes or no? No. Okay. No, it didn't. Can you show me where in the lease, um, because even if she's on a month-to-month, -month, the rules of the game are considered to be whatever both parties are used to. And then the prior lease becomes relevant. So I ask you, Mr. Perry, what clause in the prior lease says you can't put any holes up? Page 5. Paragraph 10. Okay, so it doesn't prohibit holes in the wall. It says that she has to pay to repair them. Correct. Which is fair. All right, now, 
Did you, in fact, paint the entire apartment? I, I did, because... Did you have it painted, um, or did you paint it yourself? A guy, a, a handyman named Ray. I submitted the bill for this guy, that he, what he charged me. And, and uh, that spackle on the wall was... It looked smooth, but it's not. It wasn't. It was just globbed onto the wall, and it was all over everywhere. And why don't you think that you should have to pay to have that repaired, Ms. Portis, if you made the holes? Because I covered the holes up. Yeah, but... And I, just, and, and, and I just feel as if he was going to have to repaint anyway. I was there for three years. He was going to have to do... That's, that's wear and tear. So Is he was it? Gonna Making have holes to... isn't wear and tear. Wear and tear means I, I mean, walked not... on the carpet. What else do you expect me to do? Making holes is actual... You know, which which I understand. I've been in and out of a million apartments. I've you know, I have three grown children who I've helped them come in and out of apartments. I mean, you want to be able to hang things up. I, I get that, but then you know, there's a cost associated with it, or you or you restore it to the way it was before. Um, I don't know whether he needed to paint the whole place over this or not, or whether touch-up paint would have done it because you put me in this position. See, because you. Instead of finishing the circle and, and asking for touch-up paint, you left it that way. So now he gets to say, oh, look at this. I can't possibly match the paint, so now i got to paint the whole place. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you you're, uh, either leave the holes or re- and expect that you're going to pay for it or finish the job of patching the holes, which isn't just, you know, spitting spackle on it. You also have to paint, and then the paint has to match. That's part of the whole repair, all right? According to you, she left it quite dirty as well. Let's talk about the carpet. He had to clean the carpets because... There was uh, the little black stuff. I don't have a clue what it is, but it was all over everywhere. Were you doing hair in uh, that apartment? No, I was not. I have my own salon. Here's so the black there, stuff. There was no need. How did I even know yes. that you... that You know what? How did I even know that that's your profession? <laughs> Here's the living room. I have room. my own salon, so that was no need for me well, to do Well, what I'm home. looking at is consistent with, you know, some kind of products. Like, for example, what's that? That, I don't know. That that could have, that was, that might be the living room. That could have been one of my kids. So that, I don't know what that is. What is this a picture of? The ceiling fan? It is. Okay. What is this, That's the top the of the top fridge? the top of the refrigerator. It is. And the top of the refrigerator was dirt. And then confetti on top of it, as if she was celebrating how messy she could leave it. <laughs> I, t- I doubt that. <laughs> Did you send her a letter telling that. her, uh, itemizing what the ex- expenses were? I did. Everything in that apartment needed to be updated. Everything yeah, but updated. update. look, I'm not here to update, and neither are you. It's not your job to update for him. So, and it's also not your job to say, oh, oh, normal wear and tear when I stain up your carpets or ruin your walls. That's not part of what is considered normal wear and tear. You know, there's a lot of damage to the walls, which is fine. You got to live there three years and have TVs mounted to his walls and do all the things you wanted to do, but there's a cost associated with that. What is this $510 for lawyer's fees that you're suing her for? When I sent her that um, itemized statement of what I was charging her, she sent me back a um, copy of the Civil Rights Tenant Act, and she told me I had 15 days to send her back her to security deposit, and now how would I like to proceed? 
So, so why how come you get to talk about leases and law, but she doesn't? Somehow when she does it, there's an attitude involved. Like, so how would no, she like... No, I'm Right, so how, uh, how I, would you like to proceed? Pers- right, but then what I did like you do? Why did you go to court? She had already moved out. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The attorney told me that the only way that they could get money that go to rent and damage hearing was to evict her and that I should evict her because she could decide that where she was wasn't working out for her and she could come back there again. So why didn't you get the the attorney's fees in the eviction case? If she apparently defaulted on that because she never showed up for court, why didn't you ask for his your attorney's fees in the case that the attorney's fees belong to? Because evictions is one date after the evictions they have a rent and damage hearing thereafter is where all the rent and damages monies come from. I just, I don't even get, I just don't get why the lawyer, I hear what you're saying. It's not that I don't believe you. I don't understand why the lawyer was worried. Oh, she might move back in. Well, change the locks. She's already moved out. She told you she moved out. You're perfectly entitled to change the locks at that point. There's no need to do an eviction case. It's kind of overkill. I'm not going to order her I'm, to pay your attorney. It's fine if that if you want to do it, but you're entitled to reasonable expenses and damages that you incurred. And I don't think filing an eviction case against someone who's already moved out, who's on record moving out, who you can just change the locks and there's no problem because she's 100% moved out. She wanted to do a what? There's just no need for the eviction. I'm not going to order her to pay you that. I am, however, going to order her to pay you uh, the additional $497.49 in damages because I do think that you, and I see the evidence that you had to spend all that in order to get it up to par for the next person. I don't consider these things normal wear and tear. They're not. They're actual damage. And therefore, that takes care of your counterclaim to get your security deposit back. You're not going to get your security deposit back. That went towards paying most of the damages. Verdict then, in this case, in favor of the plaintiff in the amount of $497.49. So the plaintiff is going to get $497 back from the defendant, not uh, the $1,000 he was seeking. Uh, Mr. Perry, let me just ask a quick question. Don't you expect to have to repaint an apartment after someone has lived there for, for three years? I mean, isn't that customary no, that, to do that? That's why I use um, paint that you could wash semi-gloss paint it's a lot easier to pay a handyman to wash the walls than it is to pay one to paint the walls anyway let's talk to miss portis miss miss portis you're gonna have to give him back 497 dollars. how do you feel about that you you upset um not upset i mean it is what it is he's a slum landlord anyway and he's money hungry so he he just looks for ways to get more money out of people so it is what it is. I hope he's happy with his little $400 because it doesn't hurt me financially. So I hope he's grateful. <laughs> anyway, that's the judge's decision. Everybody has to live with it. And uh, we will move on from there. 
Harvey? Doug, the judge talked about wear and tear. That is a universal principle in landlord-tenant law, that if a tenant moves into a place, the tenant cannot be docked security because of normal wear and tear. Now, that's kind of a subjective thing. With carpets and paint, the longer you're in the apartment, the more it's normal wear and tear. But at a point, when you look at the carpet, when you look at the paint, if it looks excessive, that's when the tenant gets in trouble. How important is it to have a living will? I have one. <laughs> I have one. A, a living will is a document that expresses your own personal wishes for end-of-life care. When, at the, when you reach the end of the road, which you know could be tomorrow, could be in 20 or 30 years, who knows? Um, that's your expression of what you would have people do if you want them to take heroic measures or just palliative measures that make you comfortable and take away pain. For example, CPR, putting you on a ventilator for artificial breathing, those types of things. Some people just don't want that. And depending on the stage of your life or your own health conditions, you might not want or to go. Or your brain activity. Or your brain activity, right. etc. Like there's you, some people who feel right. that if they're brain dead, they don't want you taking any more measures. Exactly. Um, and states have different requirements on these things about whether you have to have witnesses and how they have to be done, etc. But it, You know, uh, in this day and age when you can um, literally go on the internet mm -hmm. and find get a... Get the form like get that. The form like right. that or with a small fee, right. I think it's an important thing for you to do for your family Absolutely. to let them know what it is you want done so you take the right. stress off of them. Because there could be disagreement too Disagreements among your, among children your family or members. Your family members right. or something about, oh, I think we should do this. No, don't do that. She wouldn't want that. She wouldn't have wanted that. I know well, better what she would have wanted. Like, right. exactly. why put your family through that? Well, Just know, spell it out. This is the plaintiff, Nancy Ojekian. She says she hired the defendant to replace 14 large window screens in her porch. And once they were installed, they all blew off the house. The louse said she would fix them. No one ever showed up. And she's as feisty as they come and is suing this unscrupulous businesswoman for the $2,000 she paid her. This is the defendant, Catherine Cologne. She says she was ready, willing, and able to fix the plaintiff's problems, but she refused. That's right. She never had a chance to replace the screens and strengthen them after high winds blew them off. She still has the materials and would love to make the easy fix for the plaintiff, but she's not returning her money. She's accused of being too flimsy. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says she was ripped off by the defendant because the defendant did a terrible job installing screens and windows in her house. It's the case of taking a screenshot. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Ms. Ojakian, you are suing Ms. Susie and her home improvement company for $2,000 that you paid them because the job they did was terrible, according to you. Tell me what happened. Yes. Uh, I live in a building with 40 condo units. And in the spring, the board members noticed that some of the screens were missing and people were not replacing them. So they said they had to replace them by a certain date or be fined. Now, my screens were okay. I had three or four holes in them, but I covered them with scotch tape. And I thought, well, it's pretty old. I'll get mine done, too. 
Now, we have a young couple who moved here three years ago. And to me, anybody under 70 is young. So, <laughs> me too! <laughs> what a coincidence! <laughs> How can I, may I ask you, Ms. Ms. Ojack, and only because you mentioned it in the complaint, I just feel like America has to know. How old are you? I'm 90. Oh wow! Wow. That's just crazy. It looks great. That's well, just crazy. Please, yeah. Lord, let me look like her when I'm 90. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. So, so what happens? You hire them to 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 replace all of them? No, no. Now this young couple. Okay, the young couple. Uh, very helpful to us. Okay. So her name is Shell. Okay. She said, I'll look around for somebody to, to do them for you. Okay. So she found a man through the recommendation of somebody had used him on the board. So she thought that's pretty good. So she signed him up to come for a meeting. Well, the first meeting, uh, June, June 22nd, he blew me off. He didn't show up. July 2nd, he came. That was the day he walked in. Gave me a beautiful folder. This man does everything under the sun. Everything. But it makes me nervous because when I was a kid, I knew jack of all trades, master of none. Uh -huh. <laughs> so anyway, the, um, I asked her to help me, and she did. She took So wait, the fellow who went to your house, does that have anything to do with her company or not really? That was Mr. Susie. Oh, oh, it was Mr. Susie. Okay, okay, great. Mr. Susie came to All my right. house. And so that day, I gave him a check for a deposit of 1000 Uh-huh. And then we set up a date for him to complete the job before the 29th of July. In the meantime, I, the day before my birthday, and I only bring this up for a fact that I became legally blind. Hmm. And so I couldn't use my computer anymore, my cell phone, nothing. So most of the contacts have been with Shell, okay. through the phone, through messages, through texts. So out of six or seven appointments set up, he blew us off on all of them. So halfway through, I became very unhappy, and I decided to call him myself. So I picked up the phone. I called him. I said, Mr. Susie, this is Nancy Ojeke, and I had a contract with you. I said, you know... You're French, and I'm French. And in my 90 years of living, I said, all the French people I've known are hard workers and honest, and I'm sorry, but you qualify for neither one. And he still so came over? <laughs> okay, but he how do you... Has not, he did not show up until August the 6th okay. to do the job. All right. So anyway, I had an appointment. So Shell had my keys. I wrote out a check for the balance. I signed it, dated it, gave it to Shell. When it came time for me to leave, Shell came up to stay in the place. When I came home, the group, there was a group of people having a little party out. Can you back. hold on one second? Before we get to when you came home, can I talk to Shell a second? Is Shell with you? Yes. All right. Hi, Shell. How you doing? Hi. What's but your last name? Perez. Okay. Can we swear her in, please? Absolutely. Can I get you to raise your right hand, please? Do you solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So I'll help you, God. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Um, so are you a neighbor? Is that it? Yes. And you kind of just help out because you're um, a sweet thing? You know, she's put her time in. The least I can do is help her now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what happens, though? Because you stay, and they finish the job, and you do give them the other check. 
So did it look like it was okay to you at the time? While it was happening, I was not pleased. This, when you put screening in, it should be like taut. And it was, the screen was moving. And so I had them replace three of the ones that they did and do it again because it was way too loose. And uh, they did. And it wasn't as tight as it was before they took them out. But they were all up and it looked much better okay. than before they, I made them change them out. Got but it. only one of the men did the work. The other man just stood there. Again, I don't know if he was afraid of heights or what, but it, it. Okay, so in the end though, you hand them the other $1,000, right? I did. Okay. All right. All right. But then what happens, Miss O'Jackian? What happens after yes, that? Yes, all, all heck broke Here's what happened. When I came home, First thing I did was go out on the porch. I looked to my left. The, 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 the left screen was not tightened and taut and flat. And on the floor was some of the spline. Uh, the spline. So I picked it up and I said, this doesn't look right. So I went outside and I said to Shell, she told me what happened with replacing three. I said, something's not right. Well, hold on also. No. Before you went in the dumpster, we looked up and we saw they were blowing. Right. But then I said, where did they throw my stuff in the dumpster? So I took my cane, I went in the dumpster and I pulled it out. You went dumpster diving. <laughs> <laughs> you went dumpster diving. All right, where'd you, what'd you do? You went to the dumpster well, and did what? <laughs> I'm imagining you with the cane picking stuff out. I don't know, tell me, well, paint the scene for me. Go ahead. When I'm, when I'm determined, I'm determined. I got that feeling. So, when, I, when I picked up what was on the porch, I brought it in the house. When I brought up what I got from the dumpster, I compared it. And what, they, what I had from the dumpster was much thicker. You're talking about the spline. Yes, much thicker. They so you think they check. used a spline that was too thin? It was thin. Because they what? What happened? What do you end up seeing? Oh, and the following week... The following week, now I'm literally on the fifth floor, and I talk. I, in my knowledge, I always felt on a windy day you do not put up screens. There's no way to hold them uh -huh. tight. But anyway, I figured they know their job, but apparently they don't. <laughs> so anyway, the following week we had two or three real bad windy days. Oh my God! Every one but one, thirteen uh -huh. screens blew out little by little by little, and they were just hanging or they blew away. Okay. Did you all take I, pictures of that? Um, I don't have a cell phone. I don't have a computer. Okay. All right. Ms. Colon, you are the personal assistant for Mr. Susie's business that's being sued here. Can you tell me what was it that went wrong? They used the wrong size plane. Yeah. All right, so everybody kind of agrees. They did. All right, so then... They did. When she gets and upset about it... And when we came it, back, we realized that um, there was a delay on the material itself. That's what took the other week. Right. Um, once we got the right size, we weren't able to go back. Because? We weren't allowed back. They were mad at us. Right. <laughs> so the people you sent, are they... Uh, did you farm it out, or are they employees of yours? No, they're, um, they're contractors. Right. They've been in the business for over 30 years themselves. So how did they botch that? Right. I so now there. let me I tell you what, tell you. Uh, on October 6th, apparently, Ms. Ojakian, you hire someone 
to fix this, and they charge you $776.36, correct? They fixed the top of my screens. They As replaced the top screens. Okay, and did they and replace all of the, uh, of the splines? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, so they corrected the problem. So here's they the thing. They corrected my problem. The defendants did it wrong, or the people she, uh, they authorized to do it did it wrong. You fixed it for $776.36. Why are you suing for $2,000? If the measure of your damages is, all right, to get it right, I had to pay somebody $776, why wouldn't the right thing for the judge to do be to order them to reimburse you the $776? They don't even want me to do well, that because they say you should have been patient and they would have fixed it and it would have cost them less, but I don't care about that because you don't have to have people working on your house that you don't want working on your house. And after you've given them a chance and they botched it, you know, you don't need to keep opening the door to them. I agree with you. So I don't care about that complaint, but why wouldn't they be right or why wouldn't it be right for me to award you exactly what you had to pay to fix it? Well, Your Honor, I paid 776 in a check for the top. I paid, Shell uh, paid 300 for somebody to do the bottom. Oh, stash. hold on. I didn't know that. Wait, wait. Shell, you paid yeah. somebody $300 to do the bottoms? Or they did it for free? Plus I, bought, plus, I bought spline, plus I bought the screening material. Okay, did you pay somebody $300 to do the bottom? Yes. Yes. Um, and, and I do think you have a receipt for the $300? That's just you writing on a piece of paper, though, right? Yes. That's what I've been paying out for, for everybody. Okay, so you paid $300 to do the bottom ones? Yes. Let yes. me see the receipt. The Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Wait for a question. Let me see the receipt for the top ones. Let's see. The 700. Here we go. I got that. Put that paper back up. So did you pay 300 and then 120 and then 40? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Not all of the screen screening and spline was for Got her. it. Only some of that was used for yeah. her. Right. Okay. What about of the 300? Was it 300 for just her screens? Just the bottoms, to be The honest. bottoms of her screens. The 300 was just for her. I got it. But you know, Your Honor? Yeah. You know what they put me through? I know. From June 22nd until now, and I'm a very patient person. Why did it take so long from June 22nd to August something for you guys to get out there and do the job? Um, I have written down here that we would start the plans on the 27th, but is did what you? it says there. That's her point. She's complaining because you guys didn't come on the 27th. You didn't come until August. It was raining. Okay. It was thunderstorm. They didn't come. That whole week. I have the You're weather on. paper here as well. Okay, everybody stop. <laughs> so from what I can see then, we've got $776.36 for the top screens. We have $300 for the bottom screens. And then we have a portion of the 160, so let's say it's half of that, so that's 80 for um, the supplies. And that gives me a grand total of $1,156.36, which was expended in order to correct the problem. I hear what you're saying, Ms. Colon, that, you know, listen, we wanted a chance to cure the problem ourselves, but, you know, it's her house. She doesn't have to give you a chance to cure the problem when the problem was so um, 
man, it was really botched, okay? You know, you talk, I, I think, you know, I know how this works. I come from a contracting family. You farmed it out to someone who's a contractor and you thought they'd do a good job, but they didn't do a good job. So you kind of got to eat what happened there and, and go claim it against them. But if she has to expend another $1,156.36 to fix it, then she gets that money. She wants the entire 2000 she paid you because I went through a lot of trouble, which I get. I understand what you're saying. Um, that, you know, you're st you still had to go through a lot of trouble, but unfortunately there's not like a measure of damages for that in court. The measure of damages is what do you need to make you whole? And what you need to make you whole is the $1,156.36 verdict for the plaintiff. Good luck, folks. Thank you. So the plaintiff prevails to the tune of $1,156. Uh, she's a little surprised at that. First off, let me talk to Ms. Colon. You're, the, uh, you're representing the defendants. You, you understand the decision? You, you go along with that? You're all right with that? I understand. I understand. Um, it sucks, but I understand. <laughs> well, you got to pay it, and, and that's the way it works out for you. Ms. Ojekian, let me, let me talk to you. You are the determined yes. <laughs> plaintiff in this case, the dumpster diving plaintiff. Are you, are you happy or not happy with the, the, no, the judges? No, I'm very unhappy because it, I, You're very unhappy. it cost me 2000 and the thing is, it did not rain. And so. then they had three dates after that that they said they were coming to fix it, and they didn't, and she didn't let you guys know that. No, I don't think it was right. Well... Anyway, I'm sorry you're you're upset, but you did prevail, and you know you're getting back what was paid to fix the screens. Hope the ones you have now are going to work, okay, and they don't blow off. Okay, thank you. Sorry you're not thrilled, but uh, you did prevail, Harvey. Okay, Doug. So here's the deal in this case. So the judge said two months is just too long, and that makes sense. And if you want to wait two months beyond what was supposed to be done, well, then you can do that there is a solution. And the solution is this. If you really want things done on time, when you're hiring somebody, you write those magic words in the contract. Time is of the essence. Those words mean something. It means that you mean business. And the judge will look at that. And that means that the other person has to get the job done on time or else. My daughter had emergency delivery and suffered a tear, and the hospital didn't stitch her closed. Is this a hospital negligence case? How can she get justice when no attorney's willing to take the case? Wow. We're talking about a tear during delivery. Right, which is pretty, not, not uncommon, No, right? it's very common. Okay. It, Especially I, a first-time delivery. Right. I, I suppose that the answer to that is it depends on whether the standard in medical practice would be that a tear of that size on that person should have right. been stitched, I guess. Right, right. Um, Whether the standard of care was breached, which is, you know, one of the first right. questions. Right. It's the standard of care right. in that case with that person. Right. I, I, I'm having a hard, I, I, like, I'm kind of having a hard time understanding why they wouldn't stitch her if she needed right. stitching. Right. I, it would be hard for me to say whether that was, med yes, it would be a med medical malpractice case. Right. To me, it's suspicious that no attorney w right. wants to take the case. There has right. to be a reason why it's not medical malpractice because right. attorneys are willing to take cases all the time there's if there's any it. deep pockets. So right. um, there's got to be a reason that they're looking at that. So it really probably is going to be 
in in the standard of medical care, it's going right. to be up to the doctor whether to do it or not. Right, but medical negligence and malpractice cases are also very expensive. So if an attorney, if the attorneys are looking at these and saying, on the one hand, the damages are not that significant, maybe they think the damages are, are minimal, uh, it might not be worthwhile, or they're not really sure that the standard of care was breached. And if there's not uh, a, a more devastating injury, um, those cases can cost so much money to prepare. They're going to have to have an expert witness. They probably have a bunch of procedural things they have to do pre-trial right. and pre-filing. So and the all attorneys, of a sudden, it might be hundreds the attorneys of are going to be sitting there saying, "All right, if it's right. going to take me, you know, hundred thousand dollars to prepare this case, right. uh, you know, what's the point?" To because win, that 50, comes out of the attorney's right. pocket. Right. Uh, well, and then it comes if out they win, cost. then it comes out of the cost. But if they don't, if they don't the attorney's out a hundred thousand dollars. So right. that's why it may, you know, there may have, there's obviously a cost-benefit analysis that it's not worth, right? You know, and the damages and/or the liability. Yeah, I got to agree with you. Yeah. Appreciate you being here. We'll see you next time.